Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Dave Neal, of the Sex Actually podcast, coming into you right now, wanting to wish everybody a happy Monday. I hope everybody's going to have a great week. Uh, this is a great episode. We have special guest Jenna Brister. You might remember Jenna. She was on this season of The Bachelorette. Stay tuned to hear all about how that went down. Jenna is a stand-up comedian. She's super funny. We had a great talk about the five love languages and all things dating. Uh, also, big news. We just hit triple digits in the ratings and reviews on iTunes. That's because you guys have helped out so much writing me a review. Now, this show will always be free of charge to you guys. But as I'm trying to get it downloaded by new people, the best way to do that is to share it with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Now, people are like, well, I don't use iTunes. Everyone's got an iTunes, right? Sign on to your podcast app on your phone. Click uh, search sex, actually. Click on the icon. Click reviews. Then click write a review. You can leave me a one or two sentence review. Please make it five stars. I would appreciate that. If it's anything lower than that. Uh, email me and we'll talk about it. Um, but thank you guys so much for being so supportive. Over 100 reviews. Like I said, it helps us go straight to the top of the charts. We are number 60 in sexuality chart on iTunes. So let's get that in the top 10. I know we can do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast with your host, Dave Neal. Yeah. Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. Your host, Dave Neal with Jenna Brister. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing fantastic. Okay, so I I don't know you mm-hmm. at all. I Which feel, I love that. Right? I love this is the best way to... We were soul <laughs> friends. We were. It had to have been, and I'll tell you why. So for those listening, you, I heard you doing stand-up. And you know, like, you're a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. sketch, improv, all that, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Second, I mean, uh, Groundlings, Groundlings UCB. Uh, UCB, all the, all the great things. So... We were at a, doing a show at some like taco joint. Yeah, in, in Malo. Malo, really cool room it's upstairs awesome. at this nice taco place. Mm-hmm. And in LA, you know, that's like a fifteen dollar taco. Yeah, like, exactly. That's where we're at. And um, and by the way, the week before, I saw the chick from uh, the Notebook. What's her name? Rachel McAdams. Yeah, she was at, she was in the audience in that room. Are you serious? That's yeah. so funny. And that's like not name dropping because I'm like a fanboy. Yeah. And then she walked by me, and I like held the door open for my girlfriend, and like kept on holding it open for for Rachel McAdams. That's I was hilarious. Like, eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. Don't look down. Like I just wanted to check out How her ass. Wild. She seems cool though. Super She's cool. She's around. Yeah. She was super cool. She yeah. wasn't like dressed up or anything. She was just yeah. supporting another comic. I guess she knew. Cool. That's yes. Yeah, and okay. And the other thing was my friends. I, I, I don't know. I, I only I almost don't know if I should say this. I, I have to not say the names, but an A list actress I found out supported my friend's Kickstarter. Oh, ten thousand bucks. <gasps> That's so sweet. They needed the final ten grand to do it, and then oh. it was a like. And then and then I saw and it was they, they, it's pri- private. They didn't want any sort of recognition, none of that. Ten and I'm like, hey, I'll give it fifty bucks, and, and I'm yeah. sure her ten grand was worth less than my fifty bucks, you know, whatever. But yeah, hey, you, but you never know, you know, you don't know how what people's finances are. I was like, that's fucking cool. That is cool. Not looking for producer credit or any, you know, just spreading ki- it out. Kickstarter's absolutely like anonymous, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's fucking cool to that find out cool. that like someone believes in you like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's really cool. Yeah. So we. So this is. So you were doing a set about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about being on the Bachelorette. Yes. And we'll get into that in a second, but. I had just a, like a month earlier ranted and raved because I do these bachelorette recap videos and I noticed they had this like, you know, contrived episode where all the 
dude contestants write like a stand-up bit and they make it seem like stand-up so easy and like oh we'll write a bit for 10 minutes and then we'll go on stage and everyone crushes and then the actual like stars of it were the girls who hosted the stand-up show which was you mm-hmm. and they didn't, they didn't even credit you guys yeah so i went off on my recap because i was like i don't even know this girl's name this girl like you guys don't even understand this is a tv credit for her and they don't even credit her they make it about chad and the douche and they pull the shirts and all this shit yeah. so then fast forward like several weeks later and i hear your stand-up <laughs> set about it i'm like i need to meet this girl we need to get her her just her yes. just do recognition here dude you're an angel you're an angel because that's i think when i agreed to do it at first i said no because they're like do you want to do a race how did they find you um i do a show called sunday night sex talks it's an all-woman's show at Bar Lubitsch. Lubitsch. Yeah, that Jesse Rosen runs. And it's awesome. I've done it a bunch. And so the story that I told on stage was one that I told at their like five-year anniversary show. And uh, and so they were like, do you want to tell a racy... Um, do racy stand-up show on national television for no money and i was like absolutely not no that sounds insane <laughs> and so uh but then after you know a bit of back and forth they were like well actually it's the bachelor so they didn't want to tell you like all the specifics yeah but i was like and i don't even i really watch i only started watching the show recently yeah. um because when i'm my roommates was so into it and then i was i got sucked in because it's fascinating it's in. like a human it's a social experiment it's a it's show perfect was crazy. it's a per- for me it's a perfect thing to recap because it's you can't recap like written written content you mm-hmm. know what i mean Cause it's like well yeah they wrote that it's weird but it's like no these guys are this is like this is how they're thinking and yeah you get that even though it's reality it's yeah sculpted in a way but it's close enough for us to like give our two cents on yeah exactly and uh and so we went into the show and you're right like i because there was this whole thing we laid out before about you know like how they're gonna like credit us and then there wasn't anything and oh it was my like gosh. a blip on it and, and then so, what are you supposed to do like who do you bark to yeah it was, was so weird because you should be so grateful show, that they showed your face you should be so yeah, grateful they only showed half of the comics who performed also we did a full two-hour show at noon out in burbank and i knew well audience. i knew i knew and i was talking i didn't know any details but i was like mm-hmm. I, they must have slapped this thing together like mm-hmm. the you know it's probably took a long time to shoot yeah it's not you know they make it look like a wham bam they're like like the contestants are walking into this organic show that's happening already and yeah. i figured i didn't know what theater it was a small little black box yeah. or soundstage even it was soundstage okay yeah repurposed as a theater which is and, fine i mean i oh, get it cool. i just call it out but i get it yeah and it, you know but good for you guys i mean you killed it like it was good thank you it just ang- it, it just fun. angers me that uh, that's you know that it's i mean i get that they can't show everyone and i get that they yeah. chop up your bit yeah like i'm sure you know like it wasn't nearly what like you can only kill the room you can only crush mm-hmm. the room and you can just not know what they're going to do with it absolutely but what was it like once what were like some of the guidelines as far as did you guys help the bachelor so basically jojo's it was mm-hmm. it, 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 the season just ended jojo yeah. um spoiler alert chose aaron uh, uh jordan rogers, jordan rogers, yeah. aaron <laughs> rogers brother, uh the football guy yeah and um at this point in the season it was still early on where like she still kept on some of the loser guys that yes. you're like come on you know it's oh. like uh, so, you know, and uh, Evan, the erectile dysfunction yeah, guy with like, three kids, by the way. I don't think you I talk about it all the time. Like, re- really, you're trying to find love. And now he's in Mexico on Bachelor in Paradise. I like, just watched that yesterday. And I'm like, go home to your children. He's started. like, I'm a really good dad. And I was like, but you're on reality TV. You're not even being a dad. And people. Well, I, so I always make fun of this chick, Amanda. <laughs> yes. Who was from two seasons ago. Who, well, the blonde one. Yeah. Man, Amanda has two mm-hmm. daughters. And the only reason I make fun of Amanda being a horrible mom is because they jam down your throat that Amanda's a great mom. Mm-hmm. Evan, I f- keep on forgetting he has kids because they don't. That's what like. That's just how funny it is. Like, he, oh, he's a dad. He doesn't need to raise the kids. Yeah. But now, you know, if who Evan. Yeah. So Evan and Amanda, they re- like if they want to be smart reality whores, which I think they are, mm-hmm. they should just fuck Brady Bunch it. 
have their own sixth kid. Yeah. Put it together, and then they can have the kids on set with them. But like, but get out of whatever they're doing. Anyway, I digress. No, I agree though. So, it's creepy. So you're filming this thing. Oh yeah. Um, and so, you just run it like your normal show. Oh yeah. My friend Jesse hosted it, and so there were Jesse. What last name? Jesse Rosen. Okay, because I don't want to be hypocritical. Oh, yeah. I want to be full. Credit. Jesse Rosen. She's amazing. <laughs> she runs. Um, so it's like an all woman show. It's been going on for. Oh, well, you got to bring Jesse years. onto this podcast. Oh, next I would time. love to. Okay, She's cool. amazing. She's a great writer. Super badass. And uh, so she booked, or I guess she sent all of our stuff to the producers, and then they picked six of us to do a show. And so we get there at Is it noon. last minute? Is it, is it no, one of those cl- premeditated. Oh, you knew it for a while. I knew for like, I think three weeks. Oh, okay. It was happening. So I had time to like. Because these prepare. dates that they go on, these are, you know, they, they later in the season, she takes the dudes to Thailand and yeah. South America. And all that. These are like the. How like cheap can we make a you know? Because there's like thirty dudes. Yeah, so they choose some soundstage, slap on a you know whatever the bed backdrop yeah, or whatever. That, that was so weird because I've never because they set it up because the whole theme of the show was that the guys were gonna have to like surprise. You have to do stand up about your first time. Like, but lo- they refused to use the word stand up. Yeah, totally. they didn't call you stand up comedians. Mm-hmm. Which they is just, weird. They just oh, I'm so I'm so angry. Which is so like weird. They didn't credit you. They didn't acknowledge that you're doing stand up. Yeah, I get it. Storytelling, mm-hmm. but like, all right. but same thing. Yeah, performing. maybe they if they maybe there was some legal thing like if they called you stand up comedians, then they'd have to pay mm. you the performer rate. Honestly, oh, yeah. I, I I do not doubt maybe. that this is like a litigious thing. No, I think you're right though because because well, there is an after a performance rate. Like you're, yeah, you have to. And I just paid. joined SAG. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I'm gonna high five you for that. That's yes, a big one. Thank you. I booked my first movie that shoots. I have to fly out Friday. Jeez. Congrats. Patricia Arquette and Rain Wilson. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So it shoots in Virginia. I mean, I got it off a stand-up show. The director, uh, she was at a show I did at Flappers in Claremont months ago. That's amazing. Yeah, it was I'm glad so cool. we could get you before yeah. you're too big for us. Oh, no, I'll be back. We I'll are back. good luck, by the way. We've had yes. past guests. Jenny Zagrino is in oh, the new Bad her. Santa too. Yeah. She did my podcast, and then she became... She's you, hilarious. I mean, I can't tell you the credits people get after they do this show, and they just leave me behind. I'll be in my kitchen if yeah. you need me. <laughs> Just I'll hit. be on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be That's here. Awesome. No, but I'm really happy for you. That's Thank great. You. Yeah, no, it's so cool. So what, um, what's your role in it? You like best friend of... Oh, no, I play a uh, beauty school student who... Um, it's kind of like a... Uh, I liken it to like a girl Napoleon Dynamite. That's the vibe. Okay. Early 80s, Virginia. Love period piece. I know, right? And so Patricia Arquette and Rain Wilson are the parents. And then they have a 14-year-old daughter. And they move to like the boonies. And they bring her to a beauty school and I give her this horrible perm and the movie's called permanent based on how that <laughs> like totally jacks up her <laughs> adolescence. I love it. Yeah. It's the script is so good. How I many like, days will you be there for five? Oh, that's great. Yeah. So they're already shooting and uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. My I'm ex is excited. from Virginia not to make okay. this about me, but oh, yes, um, well, don't go uh, into, no, I can't say <laughs> the town she's from. <laughs> you ever have that? We have an extra, like I won't go to that state anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but enjoy, um, enjoy Virginia. So <laughs> she worked at a <laughs> Cracker Barrel there so just okay, so you go. know when you're eating crack <laughs> <laughs> it's for Dave what have you done to my yeah. Dave <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, oh so we show up at the show and there I mean luckily all the producers were cool um, but there's it's like heavily produced there's like eight cameras aimed sure. on the crowd because they that's what they wanted was crowd reactions oh yeah they've got random like good looking white people scattered oh, yeah. in between the bachelor contestants yeah. that's based i mean there's some you know mm-hmm. it's uh, it's abc they'll throw in an indian a black guy and an asian mm-hmm. they'll in make jewel it tones and, uh, yeah of course <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. and then it's just i mean i don't know where they find those people probably yeah. they're you I know think- audience fillers like pays like 50 bucks for a couple hours i'm yeah. sure that's what it was la cassine or like yeah, craigslist totally. gigs or something like Done that it. been there and uh and so we get there at noon, and so and they want us to do. I mean, you're a comic, so you know the vibe. Roughly. You're used to talking about your personal life 
after 8 p.m. Like that's usually when yeah, I mentally I like, I'm like. I ask for very little. I, yeah. I like seats that face the stage. Yeah. I like it to be dark, dark. or on yeah. the way to dark because <laughs> yeah. I did a seven o'clock show last night. And it was not dark, but by the time I got on stage, it was. And it was at West Side Comedy, which yes. has huge windows yes. that don't have covering. So, mm-hmm. all you know, and, it's, and it's, it's not dark for us. It's dark for the audience. So they feel like they can laugh and enjoy it and not feel like they're at the, uh, the bank teller. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So good sound. Good lighting. Good lighting. No mm-hmm. other like bar themed shit going on. Yeah. And sort a of bachelorette dark. party. And, yeah. <laughs> and, el- and if there's alcohol, that's good for the audience. Too. Yeah, absolutely. But if not, fine. I'll do a sober room. Yeah. Oh, totally. So that's so you're at noon oh, yeah. at so a sound noon. stage. So we get and, and and also, I uh, I hate open areas. Oh, sound God. stages are built. This. Sound stages are built to absorb sound oh. <laughs> because they're supposed to be quiet places unlike my apartment like this if we had a sound stage here we'd have the you know the whatever like ins- insulation and yeah so mm-hmm. instead it's just jokes you know if someone laughs but the, the re- like I, I started stand up in new york you they Me are too. all these, oh, yeah. basement clubs yeah. you can touch yes. the ceiling three mm-hmm. people laugh it fills up the room the rest mm-hmm. of the people laugh it's easy to start a fire yep absolutely and, and so you're in a, so everything's Totally. Working against you. Yes, yeah, so you have this huge crowd, and then of course, and so we get there, and uh, we're like, okay, can we have like some drinks? Because I'm back there with like some of my girlfriends too, who are like heavy drinkers, and I'm like, if I'm gonna <laughs> tell a fuck tale on stage, um, and my parents are alive, and they, my mom googles me, so I was like trying to mentally prepare. For <laughs> Luckily, all this. she won't have to for this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and so I'm like, hey, is there any way we can get like you know a glass of wine or something like that before we go on? And the this PA was like, oh, I'll bring some alcohol in from the guys' room. And uh, so sh- they wheel in coolers, and it's just Patron, Jack, and Champagne. And uh, we, uh, so I go around the back, and I see some of the dudes, and they're just hammered. Yeah. It's not even noon. Everyone's hammered. But now that I watch the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone's shit-faced all the time. They have to. You have to. Social anxiety. I mean, I get it. Get, getting Yeah, producers will want them to say shit. Mm-hmm. And these are totally. people that aren't performers. Yeah, exactly. For the most, I mean, I'm half of them, you know, yeah. are like struggling, you know, singer songwriters. Apparently, oh, totally. Yeah, or in the real estate. Yeah. But most of them, what they did <laughs> not show in the final cut, which I mean, after the fight broke, I feel like Chad tore Evan. Okay, Tritt. so yeah. Okay, so for those listening, oh. these guys, yeah. they all do stand up after you. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. in between your acts or whatever. Yeah. And it's basically supposed to be them telling a funny sex story. Yeah, but the first time. And so Jesse kind of was supposedly like helping them work on their stories. But all of them definitely are not performers. Some guys that seem did okay. I mean, yeah. the bar set's so low. Yeah. I and mean, look, like, that Wells guy has a radio show. And he was nice. I he, like Wells. Me too. I, he, he was my number one choice based on photo. I, I ranked him up based on photo. Yeah. And then when I saw the episode, I was like, oh, he's small. He's not going to. like she's Super not thin. Gonna, you know, she's a, he's a small little guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but so nice. Yeah, but a nice guy. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt appeal for sure. Absolutely. You know? Um, and... So they do the show, and like more than half of them, like I think, took their pants off. Like Jordan, I think, took his pants off. A couple others. Really? Vinny got down to his underwear and like dry humped a chair. Like there was so much that they didn't show that wow. I was like, "This is insane." But the producers loved it, you know. But that was my first experience with anything like that because I've never been on, you know, a reality show before. And they're all just trying Hammer to get time. stage time. I, I mean, guess. what do you think? I mean, I guess their end, their end goal is to to do well mm-hmm. uh, and i feel like one of them like was it daniel someone actually had some like i mean if and it's funny because they're telling sex stories yeah and if i'm jojo first of all if i'm the bachelor yeah. and there's a bunch of women on stage telling sex stories look call it what you want i would be like i don't i want to n- think you're all prudent virgins innocent yeah i mean yeah. and that's not like i'm not shaming them that's just yeah. i couldn't imagine 
if I met a girl and was taking her on a date, I wouldn't be dick slinging about all my past conquests. Totally. Uh, but I get how it works for the show, but it's like... Because it's like sensational and like, right. oh, you know. So the loser of the show, the, the kind of guy that, as it turns out, really instigates everything mm-hmm. is Evan. I mean, oh, like, from gosh, all yeah. I've seen, mm-hmm. he just seems to really be like a puppet for the producers to really go after Chad, who's yeah. this really strong... Um, Marine who was like honorably or un- or not honorably discharged. I don't like know. Dishonorably discharged. Dishonorably discharged. I believe it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he and, was crazy. Um, and he's a little nuts, right? Yeah. So yeah. then, so then, Evan d- instead of telling jokes and like you know making it funny for JoJo, just makes fun of Chad. Mm-hmm. And and I don't. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, look, it looked like a bomb to me. Yeah. Um. And then and then Evan has to go back to his seat in these little bleachers and mm-hmm. Chad has to walk by mm-hmm. and then Evan and Chad sort of struggle for who's going to do si out of each other's way. And then Chad ends up like pulling the shit out of Evan's shirt and ripping his shirt. Yeah. And then this is a through line for the next eight weeks where like Evan's like, give me a new shirt. And Chad's like, you pushed me first and mm-hmm. like this and that. And, and then yeah. Chad went on stage and ate a dick and bombed. I mean, is this, this is what I oh, saw yeah. as an audience. So did, is this what happened? He refused to go up. And so there was all this drama backstage. Chad like, refused to go up. Yeah. Like one of them, one of the guys like refuses to do it and it was chat and I didn't, so was this last. wasn't in the episode was it um no i think at the end he was maybe like no i'm not gonna do this and then as he so he's like coming down on the bleachers everyone has performed jojo did she's so cute by the way she's like oh you liked her adorable um she's hammered i think she's basic i think she's just <laughs> like as, like you know i that's why it's like I, I don't care either way. I liked like, her more when she was a contestant on The Bachelor. Yeah. When 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 she got the power over these guys. Mm-hmm. And that's not a way I felt about other Bachelor contestants. Yeah. I just I just lost it for me. There's just yeah. something fake about it. But, I, yeah, I just don't, but I don't, I don't feel blame like we know her. anything I, about her. Yeah. That's the weird thing. It's like, because she has a stylist, fake eyelashes, and like her hair is done every day. Tits, so I'm like, which, what I'm is no she? No judgment. Oh, yeah. Mom's totally. got the lips. Other, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what is she like without all this? That's what's weird. I'm like, these guys are engaged, and I don't think Jordan's ever seen her without makeup on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think that's weird, it's weird about the process. Um, well, she's never seen Jordan without his perfect clothes, Yeah, so. <laughs> true, true. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're, aren't we all just hiding behind facades <laughs> it's here? It's true, it's true. Um, but, oh, no, she was... Um, she was fine. I think after the show, she was like, who do I pick? Um, but as Chad was coming down, cause he like refused to do it. And so then finally the producers probably like goaded into like going down there. And as he's walking up to the stage, when Jojo's there, I yell out, I was like, watch out Jojo. Like not even realizing anything that this guy was like the series crazy person. And he like looks over and glares at me. And then he looks like Wolverine. He, oh, he's so in, creepy. But did you find it sexy at all? No. He's fucking a lot of chicks now. Yeah, that's he's right. He's banged two different... Ba- Grant. Yeah, so, Grant Yeah, and- so Grant and Robbie, yeah, he exes. banged their ex-girlfriends. Oh he, like, God. literally... And he says they didn't, yeah, like found them. (laughs) And, uh, but here's the thing. I keep on finding myself defending Chad. And this is why guys like Chad, he's six foot five, just ripped, strong, huge guy. You see this villain, but like he's got just as much stage fright as the next guy. He's got all this anxiety, but it doesn't channel into like innocent, whatever it channels into rage. Mm -hmm. So like, it doesn't make it right for what he does. I mean, like he, he like. On Bachelor in Paradise, he's a fucking nut it's job. Crazy. Nut yeah. job. It's only been one episode so far, and he got kicked off mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. And like Chris Harrison's like, you have to go. You told all the crew to suck a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna come back for the next episode, which is tonight. Where this is releasing a week later, so who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. But he'll he's get his, his own, own spinoff. He's, he's either. I mean, show. either either Bachelor decides to make him the new Bachelor, yeah. or some other show's gonna pick him up. Yeah. Because he's I a bomb. He's I like don't a time think bomb. ABC can get away with making him the Bachelor because of all the violent threats and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, like... No girl will want to go on that. 
Oh, I Could you know. imagine? The, if you read the comments on his Instagram, chicks are all about it. Oh my god, they love a bad boy, and he's like That's literally true. fucking nutso. Yeah, I guess I don't have that thing. Me and my dad have a good relationship. <laughs> That's probably why I'm not like and into well, the chat. That's another thing. His, his Chad's mom died six months ago. That's right. So he's it's grieving like, on national television. And is it grieving <laughs> or is it still like? But here's my point: is like. The fact that people feel bad for him, the mm-hmm. fact that he's ripped and and has money and he's good looking yep. and all, and you now he's got fame um, to an extent, but I mean quarter million followers, whatever whatever yeah. it is, he's got that cachet. Do you do you hit bottom? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like I mean what you know what I mean like yeah. what's what's your bottom when you're still feeding this beast? He's still on his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, so true. I don't know, but yeah, so you have a good relationship with your father. That's nice. I do. Yeah. So then, how did you get into comedy? That's my oh, question. Oh, that's a great question. If your family doesn't disapprove of you, then it messed up. Then you're just not going to be that. Good. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, it's true. I think early on, I I remember I was super young. I moved to New York actually after college. That's where and I started we mentioned doing it before. Um, I think before we went on air, but you're from yeah. Seattle. Yeah, grew up in Seattle, born and raised. And then how did you get to New York? I think, um, oh, I got a job out of college doing um, press for made-for-TV movies on Hallmark Channel. No shit. Yeah, my degree, I went to college in Oregon, in a really small school, and started doing improv in Portland and stuff like that. And oh, so cool. after college, it was like L.A. or New York were the two options. Um, as far as comedy goes, you yeah, know, sure. I was like, I'm gonna be one of those. Yeah, unless you're from the Midwest, you do Chicago. Yeah, but yeah. you don't ever, you never like stop off in Chicago unless totally. you're from. I love Chicago so much. I've never been. Shows there. Oh, it's cool. I know. I can't believe it I've was, been. It's, it's cool. I went to a Cubs game. I was like, this is rad. <laughs> um, but oh uh, yeah, so I ended up moving to New York and then just started doing stand up at clubs. And Where Times did you Square. live in New York? Um, all over the place. I think six apartments in six years. Really? So yeah. wait, you, so oh. you did clubs in Times Square, like LOL or? Yeah. And, um, cause this... I've never done the, I, the, I just did Broadway comedy club, which I don't even okay. think counts as really Times Square. I've done it's that a little one north too. Of it. Yeah. But like you, what, like what else is Gosh, in Times Square? Caroline's or? Caroline's. Um, I want to say it's like, is it called Ha? There's one that's like, there's some like weird, like it was like an obscure one. They come and go on the and second they floor. Like owners and stuff. Yeah. By this, um, this guy, um, Harrison Greenbaum ran the show, and he's lovely. He was yeah. like, you'd probably know Harrison. He's um, been around. I yeah. think on Last Comic Standing. He was on Last, last Comic Standing yeah. this year. He's the first guy to ever put me up. So I he's always still comic that everyone thinks is gay, but he's not. Yeah, that's right. That's his, yeah, that's his thing. He he acknowledged that I'm not outing him. Yeah. He, oh, totally. Yeah. And but he's he, like, also talks about a member it. of the Friars Club, mm-hmm. and he does magic. Magic. Yeah. And I worked. My second job in New York was. Um, I was a Broadway magician's assistant, and that's really. Where I, um, oh, I wish I wish Tasha was here to talk to you about it. She was a magician's assistant too. Next time you're here, you guys will have to discuss your we stories. Have to. It's insane. I talk about. So it, on uh, it must have been an illusionist then. Yeah, like someone that like saws you in half or moves you around in the yeah, box. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, his show was called Monday Night Magic, and so he had like five comedians on and like Lance Burton and Penn and Teller and that kind of stuff. Um, so I helped run wow. the box office and do all the back end stuff, but it was the craziest summer. Hold of on. My life. So wait, were you a magician, like his assistant or were you an actual on stage magician? Off stage. Sadly. Oh. But when I first got hired, he was told me that uh, he needed someone to levitate at the show at the end of the summer. And I was like, yes, but he was totally mentally insane. So, but, so, <laughs> so did you start doing that before you started stand up? Or, um, or you had you had already after. so you had started stand up in mm-hmm. Portland with like how did you get involved with that because I went to school in Rhode Island and okay. I did like a improv class mm-hmm. in college like a required theater course and I still had no clue I was gonna like that was I didn't start doing improv and stand up till like five or six years later yeah like, I, like it wasn't like a reality to me and mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew that earlier they're like oh you you can do this and you don't have to be Dane Cook right like you don't like because because back then that's almost mm-hmm. even before like everyone's sharing a lot of YouTube videos mm-hmm. you don't see like 
the middle ground people, the, the road comics and the people, if you saw open it. micers, you'd be like, oh, I can bomb too. Mm-hmm. I can do some shitty jokes and get a laugh. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not Kevin Hart. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I feel like I was almost like dissuade from it because like you'd only know George Carlin or something. Yeah. So like but, how, yeah, how did you I guess, break into that? Um, I started when I was pretty young. I think I was doing what I now look back and I'm like, Oh, that was probably stand up. Like I was, um, president of every school I've been to like elementary, really? junior high and high school. And I remember running for president because I'd seen, gosh, like a best of Phil Hartman VHS as a kid. Yeah. And I remember being like, this is awesome. And for some reason I translated that into wanting to just be on a microphone. You wanted to speak at the podium. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then I, so I got into politics thinking I loved politics, but really I just love entertaining. And so I would use assemblies or like morning announcements just to do bits. Like I would That's ride in so on a fake horse funny. and like wear a Batman <laughs> costume and just do bits at assemblies. And, and so that's my, my first like segue, I guess, into performing. Oh, so, you, so you had some stage time. Yeah. You've been slowly nurturing it. this. Totally. And so then I would, um, I played sports. I remember when I was in eighth grade in the dugout, I created this character, like this old Polish woman and I would just perform. Like, I was horrible <laughs> at softball. I would never play, but I was like, I would join the squad and then in the dugout, I'd be you like, there for all right. right. And I would just start doing voices and like pret- use a bat and pretend to like stir a cauldron. I'm not even Polish. I don't know Polish people. Um, <laughs> But I just, I, you know, that was like my outlet That kept for you it. on the team longer. Yeah. Just being able Making to, people like, laugh. That's funny. Yeah. And so then um, I started doing comedy sports in Portland. And that was like kind of the, my. Comedy sports? Yeah. Do you know that? They're actually like out improv of. Improv Olympics? Broadway Comedy Club. Things? Yeah. There's one in Broadway Comedy Club in New York. But yeah, very much like Improv Olympics. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with it. What, oh, so like, what do you, you um, like, is it like, like a bracket? Kind of. Well, there's 35 um, theaters across America. And so they do, um, there's like teams. It's very family friendly, you know, so it's all clean shows. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's two teams on stage. They wear jerseys and these like faded black sweatpants and it's all short form. Yeah, short form games. And so started doing that. And then UCB in New York. Are you, are, so uh, when when were you doing UCB in New York? Because I, I did it uh, probably 2011. Oh, yeah. That's when I moved here. Well, that was before it was like, ah, everyone's got to do UCB. Like, if you're that's listening crazy. to this, Upright Citizens Brigade yeah. founded uh, the four founders. Amy Poehler and Matt, Matt Besser and whoever yeah. else. They're all, you'd From Veep, you'd recognize yeah. these guys. And then now it's every actor in the history, you know, every, every agent's mm-hmm. going, you have to take UCB. And, like, people say they want UCB-style comedy. And it's like, well, you don't even know what you're saying. It's just yeah. a term people use now. Mm-hmm. But, like, back then, mm-hmm. it was, like, not a huge deal. Yeah. It was kind of like still underground type yeah, of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And did you do the whole course or? I did, yeah. My last teacher um, was Zach Woods. I remember oh, no shit. Like, yeah. From and, the office. Yeah, and he was, he was shooting that when he was my teacher. So With um, Rain Wilson. Yes, I know why. Who right? you're about to film with. Yeah, so crazy. And of course, Zach, that was Zach Woods, uh, also now star of Silicon um, Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Hilarious. The best written comedy show out there, I think. Yeah, oh, I totally so agree. Fa- He's so fantastic. Fast, yeah. yeah. And so. He was your teacher. He was my last teacher there. Wow. And then, um, yeah, which was so great because you're right. At that point um, in life, you know, I was like doing stand up, um, but would go every single weekend to watch that team the stepfathers because it was him chris gethard who's wonderful yeah and uh who's in did you see don't think twice no the new mike Birbiglia movie no it's good oh, it's fantastic but okay. it's very much like documentary feels like yeah. of that time you know and because bobby moynihan was on their team too he's ucb right yeah yeah and, and on snl a, it's, now it's amazing yeah and he's one of the nicest guys i've oh. done like background a lot for snl oh very cool yeah, so it's like eight he's of us so and nice. like just hanging out and he's he knows the, you know people's names like yeah. things that like you would be like wow that this guy's a cool guy yeah like, he doesn't have to be this nice yeah he's and these hilarious. are all guys that came out of the same literally 
program that you mm-hmm. and I did, and, mm-hmm. and here I am. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's and it's a long it's, cool. it's a long process. Like I'm yeah. sure Co- I'm sure Zach Woods, you know, spent mm-hmm. years. Yeah. You know, everyone has to take the same courses, mm-hmm. which is humbling. Like you can come, you know, do Groundlings, maybe like on the team there, and you still have to go to UCB 101. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, maybe there's exceptions, but for the most part, yeah. it's a process. I yeah. mean, right now I'm kind of like over it when I see it out in Hollywood. They they bought like literally a second theater and it's like an old car lot. I just it's did a, a show gi- there. It's just a giant and it's cool, but it's just a it's giant huge. factory for It feels comedy. like a conference hall. Yeah. It feels, yeah, it's super intense. They make comedy a little factory ish. Yeah. Which as a stand up, you're kind of like, I kind of push against because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a process anybody can learn, but it's like, we still have to be who we are. Yeah. And, and it's cool. It's just different, but it's, it's totally. not the be all end all, but it's definitely a cool sort of process to learn i guess yeah absolutely and like a means to something else like it's like a launch pad so did you do all your levels in new york i did yeah and then i did i moved here to do groundlings and And so i just finished awesome you're so great groundlings is more character based mm -hmm. right yeah and groundlings is like the will ferrell's and yeah Kristen wig Kristen. i mean that's a whole crop yeah oh my gosh like so many of the greats really are yeah i auditioned there and got in but it's a rigorous it's I didn't take any classes because it was like, whoa, this is like, I don't have the means right now to do this. But yeah. I totally respect it. We've had some past guests that, that do that. And yeah. Have you tried to do any of the... Um, and, and so you take all the classes mm-hmm. and then the next step for people is trying to get on a team. Like, you know, that's the big thing. Like, yeah. Cause, and I'm not going that way. No. Yeah. I think... Um, and that's actually, luckily, with this movie, um, I just... Because you can get into what's called the Sunday Company. And so... And actually, my... Um, current life partner i call him a life partner boyfriend whatever um <laughs> is in the sunny company that starts in a couple months um but i didn't pass the last level um which i'm okay with at first it sucked because i think there's a million people though that didn't yeah. pass yeah i mean jimmy fallon that's the yeah, one there's I like a million and then there's like well this i don't know if she passed but lisa kudrow was yeah. a teacher there mm-hmm. and like yeah. not like people don't understand you're not just famous and on tv there are working live Doing improv it. sketch Stand, you know, comics yeah. that aren't quite made it that are still teaching, like Zach mm-hmm. Woods. I mean, it's crazy. These, yeah. these people are like huge, and they huge. were like still grinding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the chick. Um, one, I don't know her name, but one of the girls from the office. She waited like four years to quit her restaurant job. Was it Ellie Kemper? No, it was one of the main. Like, I think uh, you know what you know who it was. It was the redhead who kind of plays the kind of kind of plays. Like, oh, Kate Flannery. Yeah, she like she's awesome. She was like a. And if I'm sorry if I have the wrong actress, but I think that's who it was. Yeah, she like literally waited till like the third season. Yeah. before quitting her because you her never know waitress job. You never and know. she just didn't want to like. It was like that's it just that's crazy to me yeah. that that happens. Yeah, but it's like yeah, we have to do our own. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you got to do your own thing and keep your own you know safety feeling of like yeah. income and all like, that. This is what I do because I think that's um, what I loved about Groundlings. I wanted to take class there since I was I think ten or eleven, and I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a thing you can do. Yeah, and uh, and I learned how to write, which is great, like how to do characters and write, but it's because of stand up. Like I wouldn't be able to do it if I kept going because of the time you know? commitment. You mean yeah. And so stand up, you got to be out there almost every night, almost every night. And I've just been gigging a ton more, which is stand up is my first love, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like it's my favorite thing to do ever is being able to be by yourself on stage. That's thrilling. You know, yeah. like there's no I mean, I've been a part of awesome improv shows and teams and stuff, but I've there are two different thrills. There's like that thrill of being up there. And just like letting go, and no one else is yeah. holding your net but you. Like I love that. Well, I related. So, uh, I related to. This is going to sound psychotic, but I related to <laughs> tennis. Like I played yeah, yeah. baseball and tennis, and I, I was play like, tennis too. yeah, but like 
I still play baseball and I'm mm-hmm. probably better at baseball, but I liked tennis yeah. because if I won, it was my, like, I did it. Like, yep. I won. Yep. I beat you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I didn't like doubles. I liked me beating you. Yeah. And, and that's like stand up. It's like, oh, no, no. Yeah. I did this. Like, yeah. I'm not part of a team that no one's carrying me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But so that's, that's kind of like, I, like, I'm not saying I can't play in the sandbox, but like, I don't think <laughs> I want to. I don't, I don't think I want to. Yeah. And like stand up. So we, we still have a camaraderie. Like I, mm-hmm. like I said, I did the West Side last night. Yeah. And like, I really like the green room in there. It's, you can't really talk loud because it's right next to the stage, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's just a cool green room where like I did a show with like five of my friends were all on it. Awesome. And so it was like, yeah, it was just really cool to just catch up. I don't think really any of us watched each other's sets. It was mm-hmm. just, one of those like go get them and, and you can hear the applause but you can't really hear much else mm-hmm. and, but stand-ups understand that yeah. in a way where it's like you're getting in the zone you know before a show like you i'm sure you have like pre-show rituals i'm the same sometimes yeah, well, i'm in the headspace where i'm like i don't even want to watch I, who's before me yeah i'd rather not i i like to not know what the audience is like yeah i like to not overthink it because it's like honestly like i mean I like to have an idea of what my set list is. Just an idea. Mm-hmm. I'll write it. I'll write out like five or six words on my note, my notepad on my yep. phone, and it'll be like Uber joke, you know, whatever. Yeah. Aliens, theory. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Samuel stupid. Jackson, yeah. Close on the ghosting <laughs> yeah. bit, and like that's literally how it is. And then, it, and then every single set I've ever done in my life, something that wasn't on the list happens, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean. So like, it's never goes that way, but it's at least a little table of contents yeah. but i don't like to be like you know i mean you know first year of comedy you're just oh. look i'm trying to memorize this line and this and that and it's like sometimes you have a bit you're like all right i know this is funny let's try to get the wording down beforehand so i might just like read it once mm-hmm. but i think yeah. that's uh, that that you, you when you walk on stage i think audiences can feel like that you're not quite there mm-hmm. so it's like almost like they say for like a lot of acting techniques it's like memorize it but for stand-up, don't memorize, but know it well enough that you can just, like, leave it. Mm-hmm. And then when you do it on stage, it, like, pulls back to you. I don't totally. Know. And get yourself in and out of it. Do you, have, the- do you have any other rituals? Oh, man. I used to... Um, I used to... I listen to the same music. I listen to the same couple songs. Oh, yeah? That um, uh, Electric Feel, MGMT. That's my favorite song. Really? That or, like, Eminem, Lose Yourself. Like, no that, shit. The 8 Mile song. I used to... You put a hoodie on? I totally do. And, like, shadow box outside. You know? <laughs> um, but I think uh, that and same... Because when I first started, I was more like that, like write it out all my bits, just being like, okay, you got to know the wording. But now, yeah, it's just, what do I want to talk about? I know how to get in and out of it. Yeah. And then just kind of leave it up to the vibe, you know? Yeah. And like, and there's certain shows where, like the show last night, I had friends in the audience and I got this one dude. I got to tell him this, man. It's so annoying. He <laughs> likes to tell me what didn't work afterwards. Oh, yes. <laughs> unsolicited audience advice. But he oh did it yesterday God. in front of other comics. <laughs> And I had a really good set. Yeah, like I was, it was really good. Yeah. It was like, I love that room. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just cool. And it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good crowd forever. Yeah, and like other people acknowledge it. It's a tough. It was a tough yeah. room. It was, it was Sunday. It was still sunny out. Yeah, or, you know whatever. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I really want to have a good set because I got some friends in the audience, and I want the, you know, the the green room to know that things are going well. And yeah, my buddy Jay Hollingsworth is headlining, <laughs> and like I've never had a good set with him because we're always at like open mics together. Yeah, so, like I really want his validation. It's so weird, like all these things, and it's like maybe just work on your act dave maybe just you know what i mean but instead i'm like no you need to laugh and i need the green room to hear this joke and and then afterwards you know one bit was a little touchy touchy feely talking about my girlfriend yeah but it was still like on my terms like i was like no i'm finishing this joke yeah and like the audience wasn't really into like it's 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 been really hard for me to be the victim in my jokes Mm -hmm. revolving around my girlfriend as Mm -hmm. a white male straight guy that's it's become like a real test of like my writing to be like how can i word all this to to have you guys on my side yeah 
Well, that's and, that's awesome. Yeah, well, that's and, like and a it, great challenge. Yeah, and it doesn't always make sense right away. But yeah. my buddy's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be playing the victim. Like, no one wants to laugh at the victim. I'm like, you're completely wrong. You're wrong. You're yeah. completely <laughs> He's wrong. Completely wrong. That's <laughs> yeah. why I just do two minutes on top, making fun of my haircut. Like, trust me, you guys want. Like, trust me. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're right. And, and, and if he was a comic, like any anyone in the green room, I would have listened to their advice. Don't ne- not necessarily take it, but like, mm-hmm. he's just a buddy of mine that like he just. He means well. He thinks he fan. knows how it all. But it's like no matter what you say, I can't, I can't, you know, Listen sort of value it. it because the only value I have is the audience reaction, and mm-hmm. I know what worked and didn't work. Yeah. And if it didn't work, I'm tweaking it. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know about you, but like when I get off stage, I can do a seating chart mentally of where everyone was sitting and who was laughing. I I, yeah. I, mean, I mean like I literally he doesn't like they don't get like we really understand. There's like so much sort of adrenaline happening that. It's almost like the same. I hate to relate it to PTSD, but it's like the same sort of. You know what I mean? Like, I like had, that though. That makes bad, sense. But if you've read a bad sentence, <laughs> like I'm sorry for people with actual issues in life, but like, yeah, <laughs> like, I can tell everyone from my Friday night set in Ventura who wasn't laughing. I could tell you right now. This guy was sitting there. He had a fedora on, and this guy yes. because it's like times happening in slow motion, and we're like we're like realizing it all. And I don't know about you, but. It, I don't acknowledge the 10 people that loved it. I'll find the 20 people that didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm not, you know what I mean? And we, we can see everything. That's the thing too. Like we can see, it's almost like a heightened sense, you know, every heckle you sitting. can hear. It's like, I might not have responded to it. And then on the fly, I'm like, all right, is it worth responding to it? Can anyone else hear this guy? Do I just move on mm-hmm. or do I non-verbally shut him down? It's like, oh, I don't know, but I'm not an expert, but it's like all these yeah. things are going through my head. And then afterwards my boy's like, yeah, maybe try. And I'm like, Oh, done. no, no. Yeah. Nothing. That's what's so funny, isn't it? It's always ones also who have never tried it before. Yeah. You know, who are like, hey, you know what you should really do? Like, I remember, I have this neighbor, this elderly neighbor. He has birds and a toupee. He wears a toupee and he has birds, Um, which I don't trust people also who cage avian creatures (laughs) whatsoever. So everything out of his mouth is like, no. But he offers me (laughs) jokes, like, he, because he knows I'm uh, stand up. And so he's like, hey, his name's Larry. And um, he's like, hey, Jenna, you know, I got this joke and he'll tell me a joke. And it's like a dick joke. Like, I, like only a man could tell it. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to tell. He's like, you can use that. You don't have to tell him that I gave that to you. Thank, like, me later. Thank you so much, Larry, for this dick joke that I'll never tell. Cause that's like, why? I know? wouldn't, if you told me, if my buddy <laughs> Joey told me a joke and it was, and it was guaranteed to be the funniest closer I could ever come up with. And he gave it to me. I wouldn't use it only mainly because I wouldn't want him to have credit for writing my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. like it's not about, just you know if it's funny good take it you have it yeah yeah you know and then people come up to you like do you write your own stuff like who's out there who's out there (laughs) i I get that like there's some guys like the kevin hart levels that probably have like a team you know what i mean like yeah i get that that kind of happens on a higher level like performance wise i mean there's no way that people can bang out a new hour every year and also make three feature films and all that but yeah how can you afford to write about anything other than yourself at this point yeah for me i can't and I don't know what it is. Uh, it's probably like a lot of ego, but all of my jokes are personal stories. Oh, I can't do topical stuff un- unless it revolves around me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I just, I'm not like a topical comic. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, I don't, cause if I do it, then someone else is doing it mm-hmm. and then the joke's gone and it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the same. I think, um, even with the election, I think I probably told, I might've told this joke the night we did a show. Like, I only, the only listen thing, to the bachelorette. Show. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, which, uh, I, I talk about Monica Lewinsky cause that's the only thing I can ever talk about with the election. Cause it's like, I, it's insane, yeah. you know? And also it's so, uh, insane it's going to flash in the with, pan. With it's Bill like, Clinton or like where or she just is where now. is she now? I'm like, well, how come camp Sanders hasn't pulled her out of obscurity, you know? But it is funny 
just the idea of like sitting down and writing stuff like i i don't know about you i'd like think of a lot of stuff when i'm not sitting down to write it's usually when i'm like yeah. out riding my bike or at the grocery store so it's that like, white space time yeah. the shower yeah the r- running like right like on the elliptical or mm-hmm. time when you're tr- like getting out of your conscious thoughts yeah yeah totally but the um i did a show at uh flappers in burbank last week i just started doing shows there have you done that room Which flapper yeah. flappers and yeah. i like it um it was a late night show but everyone from the back it sounded like no one was laughing but then when i was on stage everyone's laughing but going like mouth open wide eyes no sound no sound it was fascinating you know it was like everyone's having the time of their lives silently interesting yeah i'd be like please this, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm recording it's okay. this. Yeah. yeah, this is for a podcast. This is, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is audio only. Can yeah. you make some more noise, please? <laughs> well, yeah, it's so it's such a trip. It's interesting. Know? It's yeah, and that's weird on the late night too. Usually, mm-hmm. you get that libation yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. So um, what? So do you talk about your relationships at all in your? Oh, I sometimes stand-up? do. Um, I usually. Um, this new one, cause I'm in like a, like my first really like super healthy long-term one, How, you know, like almost 10 months. Okay. And he's a comic hey, that's also. That's long for, for. That's long for comics. Uh, comics for our industry. <laughs> for I know adults. some people are listening like, Hey, get back to me at 10 years, but yeah, 10 months is like. A long time. It's I mean, in this town and absolutely. he's a comedian too and an actor. And, um, so I, uh, but he's, uh, super cool, you know, very sweet. And so I talk about. Um, past relationships all the time. I love talking about feelings, romance. Past relationships are great because yeah. there's usually a finality to how it ended and exactly. you can sort of mourn it and then express it. There's a story to tell. There's something learned yeah. from it, you know? And so, but he's great. Super supportive. I um, I had a past relationship. It ended horribly. It was a flash in the pan. It was like, a, honestly, like a two-week Really, it was. Yeah. It's funny. The two week relationship fucked me up as much as a long term one. It, yeah, I, I we had an incredible sex. It was incredible. I couldn't. It was like, oh my gosh. And for me, yeah, that whole oxytocin thing is not a myth. It's like mm-hmm. we both like like. I, I, and maybe she didn't feel the same way, or I scared her. I don't know. Yeah, she ghosted on me, oh. and, and I sent her text, no response. And I was like, I, I really liked her, and I could tell she was pulling away. So I was like really all about not flooding her so like i wait a week and that's mm-hmm. an eternity to wait a week mm-hmm. when you're like start already starting to hook up with someone yeah so well, I you're waited. sprung off someone too it's like nothing you know? no dude no, no responses whatever like left her voicemail nothing like a psycho i left her a voicemail it's like hello what do you need like you, it's this and like if you don't if you're not home you just don't get the phone like we have our phones on us at all times yeah. right yeah she worked at nbc um I, I she had all these things i thought would be great but like literally mm-hmm. dated for several weeks that's mm-hmm. it and um and then i wrote her like this email and like finally she got back to me and she's like all right come meet me at uh rockefeller and like we'll talk yeah and and i thought we were gonna like i thought i was gonna you know i talk my way out of everything or yeah. into everything yeah so i was like i'm <laughs> so gonna do. yeah i was like I, she lived in the 80s like mm-hmm. upper, upper east side and i was okay. like i'll walk her home sure and i was like i'll i'll, I'll get her by um you know the 70s yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> i'll get her way before then we'll be yeah. so we'll have sex at her place right i'll be walk her back and we'll have sex and we'll yeah. eat dinner and we'll be back together You're right. sure yeah. she just had to see me like yeah <laughs> and then next thing you know we're, she's breaking up with me and i'm like and, and she it was like i wouldn't take no i was like no no, no but like we, this is a good thing like yeah. i wasn't like i as psycho as i felt i honestly don't think i came off too psycho i mm-hmm. was just like a salesman that was like so close to making the sale yet the chick didn't even have her checkbook on her you know yeah. what i mean like the whole time she's like no and but i was mm. like oh no no we're really close to this and then eventually she's like no and then you know some some tears were shed but yeah. like it's i wasn't 
some crazy, you know, I, I wasn't no. nuts, but like, I mean, I, I think it's on. I cry watching the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Homeboys right. getting a gold medal and I'm, I'm like crying more than he is mm-hmm. and he's on the podium and I'm thinking of how I would feel if my dad and all, yeah. my mom and saw this, saw me do, you know what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. like, woo. Is it so easy. Too. So easy. So easy. So easy. So anyway, she, she dumps me on the east side. I walk across the park oh. and, um, you know, within, within several days, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I just didn't have that finality. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it. Anyway, I never really felt, I never really knew how to talk about that with my standup because yeah. it was a weird, I just didn't have... I it just didn't work on it. Yeah. A couple months ago, I'm in New York. Uh, I was in January. And I do a whole, I'm not going to do a bit, but I do it. This, this, I've been closing on this bit talking about her. Yeah. But she, I get an email from her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Kara, <gasps> Kara's emailing me. This is what? Like, and, and, and of course, I'm in, a, I'm in a relationship. I'm happy. I love my girlfriend. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a, uh, uh, maybe a power thing to mm-hmm. be like, oh, maybe she wanted to just be like, hey, Dave, like, real sorry about how it ended. I see you're happy. Just blah, blah, blah. You know, cool, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I open the email and it says, Kara would like you to join our LinkedIn network. No. And they're like, oh, oh she just sh- shot this off to her contacts. Oh, my <laughs> and I And I laughed about it. And honestly, yeah. I'm really at a place where it's a joke and whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, should I rate her? Should I write yeah. a review? I read, I read <laughs> the reviews other guys left her and it was like, Kara's loyal. Kara's this. Kara's that. I'm like, she wasn't any of those things to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Kara works at NBC. And I'm like, oh, she just canceled she canceled me like I was one of her sitcoms that didn't rate well, you know? Yeah. And that's what it was. And I, and I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Cause I do when I talk about it, I'm like, no, 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 I am okay about it. It really was just like a flash in the pan relationship, but it's wild that, that, um, that it just came back to me and I, and I'm thinking like, shit, how many people get, you know, do I shoot my podcast off to exes and not know it? On yeah. my on my contacts, you know what I mean? Like all these things, I'm like, oh fuck it. We just don't. Ignorance know. is bliss. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, uh, to bring this all around, I do an open mic for the first time at Malo, the same place we met. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was an open mic there on like Wednesdays, and I go there, and I'm doing the joke, and I use Kara's full name. Oh uh, yeah. Because I've been using her name as like a joke, because yeah. it's like funny to be like, ah, I, won't, I don't want to talk about it, and they say like a full name, which I, I apparently can't say anymore. I love full names. I love I'm full names, like, yeah, and I should so just call funny. her Kara Johnson and made yes. up a full name, but her, yeah. it's just saying her real name's yeah. the best thing to do. Yeah. And then a girl in the audience, the girl who runs the mic, goes, "I know her." Oh my god, it's the worst. She goes, "Yeah, that was my boss." And um, and then and then I'm trying to do crowd work. It's an open mic. It's like not going well. Yeah. And I I come off super dead. And I was like, how is she? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I look so pathetic. Oh, that's And I'm like so trying real. to validate. Like, no, I'm in a relationship. I'm happy. It's fine. How's but she I'm doing? like, she yeah, good? I think she she's happy? okay. I think yeah. she's I think yes. she's engaged or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I think she, yeah. That's so. Funny. But it was so funny to be like, all right, I've finally learned my lesson not to talk full names because yeah. I moved four thousand miles away. And this girl who doesn't even use social media, Kara doesn't even use social media, but like, I, I like, you know, I probably did that bit. I mean, I don't know, probably 70, 650 or 70 times. Yeah. So I probably done it in front of a couple thousand people. Yeah. But that got back to her 350 million people oh. in the U S which makes sense. But yeah. it, 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 and it was just funny to me. Like if she ever heard about that, I, I don't think, you know, I yeah. don't think there was any sort of slander to it. I just, it was just a bad, ugly, but people need to short. know that before they date any of us, that they're going to get talked about on stage. You know, yeah. if you date a comic, it's fair knows. game. She yeah, knows. totally. Which but is it, great. It's kind of does, like, does she come to shows a lot? She, so she's on my podcast a lot. Cool. Basically if she's home and not working, we try to do stuff, awesome. but it is really hard. So like the codependent that I am, I like to be like, come to my show. We'll get a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a date. Yes. And then she sees it as 
this date sucks. You have to talk to all these other people and you're getting all the attention. Yeah. And I have to sort of, even though I don't really get that, I'm like, yeah, but it's better than no date. And like, not to me, I'm other. like, it's better than, yeah, it's better than not. Mm-hmm. And so I told her yesterday, I was like, look, you know, I, I do want you to come, but mm-hmm. you, but I have to be better at setting the boundaries and saying, this is what I have to do. Yeah. All my friends that come to the show, I have to give them some, some love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of them I don't see too often. I have some friends coming, take some photos after, maybe yeah. get a beer if they want to. If they're like, hey, let's go grab a drink. I'll probably be like, yeah, okay, Because that's your social life. That's yeah, and same. it's like, I don't always have friends come to show. So when they mm-hmm. do, this was one of them. Yeah. Whatever. It turns out we just hung out for a few minutes after. No big deal, whatever. Yeah. But she's still, it's, it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and I guess she's okay with it, but she's like, I don't want to come. And I'm like, look, if you don't want to come, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I want to know. But then I'm like a psycho and I'm like, I want to know why you don't want to come. Like, mm-hmm. do you not want to come because you'd rather watch the Olympics? Mm-hmm. That that would be awesome. Yeah. Do you not want to come because you don't feel loved? That's not good. Yeah. I don't want to go to my show. <laughs> and I sound like a psycho. But I don't want to go to my show thinking you're not coming for the wrong reasons. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think she really didn't care to come, but at the same time, I was like, if I post photos with my friends being at the show, I would love for you to be in them. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I I should, and I do feel more liberated when she's not in the room. Mm-hmm. I do feel. I mean, she's seen me, uh, my lowest bomb and my best kill. Yeah. She's seen both of them. Yeah, she knows it's somewhere in between. You mm-hmm. know, like she gets it. She gets but it. But I'm not afraid to talk about her when she's in the room. But at the same time. You know, she gets that it's a little bit of an anxiety. There's a little bit of a natural anxiety beforehand. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like talking about things, just like talking out, like thinking out loud. You know, yeah. well, what if I do this thing? Well, this thing worked. She's like, Dave, shut the fuck up. You know? Yeah. So, so it was just, I'm just, I'm just kind of in this place from like, you're welcome to come. I yeah. want you there. I have to, be, I have to just have this whole preamble. Like, mm-hmm. but if you don't want to come, I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Absolutely. But I was like, look. It's a four-hour process for to go from here to the west side to do the show to mm-hmm. blah 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 to come back. Mm-hmm. Three of those four hours, we can be together. It can be a date for seventy-five percent of the time. Yeah. If that works for you, mm-hmm. I'm leaving Let's at five. It. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. then she's like, "No, I'm gonna hang here." Okay, cool. All yeah. right. As long as we're on the same page. Yeah. Are we on the same page? I don't. I don't think Feelings so. Feelings chat. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's the fucking most complicated because she's working all day today, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do some sets, mm-hmm. and then. You know what I mean? Like planning in this relationship is our biggest, biggest problem mm-hmm. because sketch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, you're, you, you both have random. Re- yeah. We work together a lot, which is cool. We just started like writing and pitching shows and we write content for the startup in Santa Monica. So I get oh, no to way. see him a lot. We both live in Venice. Um, but same thing for shows. It's like, but uh, not together, right? You no, don't, you don't no. Live yeah, we live apart. Healthy. And um, yeah, it's it's good. So it's fun. It's fun. It totally works. You know, that's the cool thing. It is um, important to be in an area that's not too inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. My chick lived in, I lived in the valley when we started dating. Yeah. And that's like, you know, for those who don't know, that's like 45 minutes to an hour. The distance difference. relationship. Yeah, yeah. It, it absolutely is. Yeah. And and then when I moved here, I thought it'd be a little simpler. And maybe it is a little simpler. It's like, at least at the end of the day, we hang our heads together. But mm-hmm. I understand in a relationship, yeah. you can't just do that right away at a convenience. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother totally. sort of bad thing to do. But sorry, sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, no, you're fine. No, because it's true. Like that's, um, you know, I always like joke about dating, you know, like a civilian. Like, and so sometimes we have civilian nights because we both, you know, do comedy, do shows and usually go together if we're not like supporting the person, you know, we're sometimes on the same show. Um, but then having those nights where, like, let's just be normal people. And so I think even tonight we're going to go, like, see a movie. And wow. I know, right? Yeah, I wanted that Captain Fantastic one with Viggo Mortensen. Have you heard of this I show? I don't think so. Okay, so it's called Captain Fantastic. It's a movie? Um, yeah. It's, um, 
They shot it a couple years ago in Washington where Vigo plays like a dad of a family who moves his family like out into the woods because he doesn't want to pay taxes or like <laughs> give, it, give it to the man. Um, it looks awesome. It, where where it are you going it. to see it? The Lamley in Santa Monica. Is that like a major theater? Is it one of those small one ones? One of those indie. Yeah, oh, indie cool. theater. Yeah. I love indie theaters. Me too. Oh. I love indie theaters, but I also love, I went to, what did I go see recently? I saw, it was a shit movie. I saw one of the Divergent movies or whatever. Oh, I saw, the, okay, yeah. I think the latest one was just shit because they know you're going to go see it and it was just setting you up for the next one. Yeah, I saw and, that too with Shailene, right? Yeah, and yeah. I loved the first one. I was like, my girl took me and I didn't know what I was getting into. And I was like, oh, this is good. If you like this, yeah. I fucking like this. Like, mm-hmm. I can handle this. This mm-hmm. isn't like, just, I, I like Twilight, like some of those and films. Like, oh, Pete fucking... Winslet's in it. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. Mean, but as far as blockbusters go, I was mm-hmm. like, I'd rather see that than like one of the nerd type of movies. I just yeah. can't get it. I just grew up. I just, I just, it's not, not for me, but yeah. we go and we spend like the extra three or four bucks and mm-hmm. it's not, it wasn't the IMAX, but it was the one where the seats recline and there are two sets of seats in a row. So like we had literally like extra consoles and yes. like seats that kicked back. Was and, it the AMC? Yeah. The dine-in? It wasn't, di- wasn't I don't think it was dine-in. It, it was, was the one in Burbank, but I okay. do like to go to Burbank because then they have the parking. It's very date. Date-ish. You can park there. Mm-hmm. You can go get some shitty you know, drink or some barbecue mac and cheese at Barney's Beanery. And it's like yes. all right there. Yes. It's, to me, that's like date night when you're like walking hand in hand up the escalator to the fucking movie or yeah. whatever. But, yeah. but you're in Venice and that's more of a natural... A scenery whereas Burbank's kind of like a, like a Paramount Studios it's like it's like all new so it's like sort of fi- it's all fake shit you know what I mean but, but it is nice going to like the big and it's free parking <laughs> it's yeah. like which is so nice yeah not just free but available yeah like you're gonna which is nuts yeah as a SWF I love that especially for going places at night you know yeah so okay so you guys so no but it's good like we do i'm not one of those psychos who has to do 20 sets a week like you just can't what do you what, what, yeah. whenever whenever tasha's got an idea for sort of something fun to do i'm like yeah that's there's probably a bit in you know maybe like not not that i'm doing it for that but like we have to live your life in order like we'll yes. do some weird things like you know we'll go to the desert or we'll do, and i don't know like offhand just weird shit yeah and we're like, all right let's make let's see what happens here and mm-hmm. it's and- it's just healthy Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, we took a week off. We just went to British Columbia. Oh, cool. Yeah, with her, well, with her parents' family. And this is like the second vacation I went on with her parents' family. Yeah. And like, I haven't vacationed with my own family. Yeah. <laughs> where's, where's your family at? Rhode Island. Rhode Island? Okay. I go back a mm-hmm. good amount, but like, I just go back and see them. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't been on a vacation, so. Like, to the tropics or something. <laughs> yeah. So we went like caving like spelunking like you know down the you know with a rope harness shit and like create some crazy shit and they're all cool but i'm it was still like you know six or seven days and i still did the podcast you know i I still banged it out awesome i don't know what the fuck i was going to talk about but i was like we i have to start sticking to the schedule Mm -hmm. because that's it's usually it's like you know I, i don't know about you but i'm super codependent if and I hate to keep on saying it because I just reinforce it. But like, if I think my chick's unhappy, I don't want to take my podcast out and go, you know what I mean? I always feel like her, I always feel like her happiness is dependent on my availability. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's true, but that's my issue to like work on. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, you guys seem to be like way healthier. <laughs> well, I think um, we were best friends first, which is so new for me. You know, we we're like friends for a long time. So How long? Always, uh, a couple years. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, and you're so telling me this at the we, 53rd minute? Oh, this is good. <laughs> um, but we actually uh, went on a comedy tour together from um, with like a, a force of comics. As friends. So, so, and so not to hijack this, my girlfriend and I were friends first as well. Yeah, we yeah. Had, we had other, we were dating other people. So yeah. we were able to communicate in a way that wasn't trying to fuck each other. Totally. Exactly. But still like in a flirty, like, like almost... 
I hate to say like a spiritual way where we're like, Mm -hmm. let's get to know each other and not have any other ulterior motives. Yeah. Just like the unconditional love. How did, so did you, yeah. Tell me how that fucking crossed that line. Oh yeah. Same thing. We were both seeing other people, but super, super good friends. So I got to know him as like a, just a, like the normal man that he is like super funny. So respectful. Not the so guy supportive. that we want girls to see us as. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which was so nice, you know, That's and same great. here, like I was, you know, dating other people, total shit show, you know, but he like loved me regardless and, you know, totally had my back. And then we went on this comedy tour, um, for a month from San Diego to Seattle. And I think it was like, I think not even to San Francisco. And I was like, Oh, this is like my person. Like he totally, ultimately has my back in everything and felt supported in a way I'd never felt before. Wow. You know, and, and vice versa. And so we just have fun together. Who pulled the trigger? Like who asked who? Oh, I, I'd like to think it was me, but I think it was him, you know, but do you, but I mean, I always think no matter what the girl makes the first move, even if it's like holding eye contact longer, I've had that with, with friends where I'm like, Oh, Oh. something changed. Yeah. You looked at me a split second longer. Yeah. Normally don't. Yeah, <laughs> like totally. And then the guy makes the move. Yeah. Did he ask you out or was it like? Um. Yeah, I think we had, because at that point we had, were hanging out every single day because we we're in Venice and all of our friends lived in other neighborhoods. So we just started carpooling together and it was like, you know, we we're always hanging out. But then I think it just got um, to that point where we we're like, oh, let's do this. You know, like we're just partners already in yeah, life. Yeah, already and just, like spending the time. Yeah. And um. And then I just was like, oh my gosh, I love this person so much, you know? And it, it was, it's been really Were fun. you afraid that you were fucking with a, a thing that was already working? Oh, that was like our biggest fear. We had a feelings chat. We do this thing called feelings chats. I don't Did, know if you guys who, do those. Okay, so no, but I'm, let's hear about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so um, I started doing these long ago with my best friend Jackie, where it's just, you get together with the only purpose of talking about feelings. And <laughs> you call it a feelings chat, where it's just say whatever you want, you just like, with an open heart, talk through it. I'm going to do this tonight. Yes, do it. It's so fun. I'm going to live stream it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Patch me in. Um, and, uh, and so I think, I mean, we might even have one today. Who knows? But like, we have them probably like once a month. If there's anything like feel your heart chat. where you're like, oh, I'm feeling this. And it's not even always has to be about the other person. It could be like, you know, I feel like I should like go home and see the family or I want to journal more. Like it can be anything. But it does, is it about your feelings together? What's not working? What is working? Yeah. Like, and a lot of times it is that. Like, had like, that what do I need? Yet? Oh, Have you yeah. guys fought yet? Oh gosh. Did we fight? Stop it. Uh, I, uh, I don't. You gotta be kidding me. I think our main, I, oh, I think we did have a first fight, but it was something really silly. Like, are we getting red binds? for the movie or not like it was because i think because we have the feelings chat, where it's always like i was like what, what the I fuck need. is that a yeah. new like social <laughs> yeah. media term are we, are we getting red vibes um is that like a twizzler yeah 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 it's like a okay, rich yeah, man's twizzler that's a good that's and, a good uh, theater yeah, food yeah um but i think because we have the feelings chats and this is the first relationship i've ever been in where you have like a, a designated time to just be like this is how i'm feeling and you just check in if it's like this is kind of stressing me out um i need more of this and we also um take our alone time. I think that's what it is too. Where, and, but we don't think it has anything to do with the other person. Like if I'm like, I just need to like be by myself. He's like, cool. I'll catch you later. Love you. And same. I, I, I don't know if I'm as cool as him. <laughs> I think I would be like, why? <laughs> what? what? And I, uh, take your own time, but it's not because of me. Right. Like, yeah. And I think we just have that like safe space where we're like, we love each other as friends first and then we communicate as friends, which is good. Cause I, that's new for me too. So, so cause you know, 
I have some friend. I have friends who listen to this. Yeah, I got a text right now from my buddy who's yeah. he's he's got to he's got to leave the, the the town he lives in because he's so he's so can't get over this girl. And oh like, gosh! So like yeah. people listening, I, I know I know what it's like to absorb sort and like look for clues on what to do. So th- this seems to be a very uh, much uh, healthy relationship that doesn't have neediness. Yeah, and the pressures that come along with you and know it's my first time experiencing that too. You know, I can imagine. I mean, we you know we um. We capitalize a lot of our problems in this industry because mm-hmm. we're like always vocal about them and passionate. And there's a lot of failures and successes. Yeah. It's flighty. It's a flighty thing. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is, sounds like a really good thing you have. Don't it's fuck cool. it up. Don't fuck it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you like how I became your dad for yeah. a second? I'm Don't like, listen there, up. young one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But are there any red flags? Oh gosh. Are you? Is it? And it can be just something as simple as um, I'm not used to being ten months in. Like, what happens next? Yeah, well, I think I think we did. I, we had a party on what is that Saturday? We had friends over grilling out, and um, I, because of this movie, I'm not drinking this week, which Good. is hard. You know, if you're like having an outdoor barbecue in I Venice, love it this it's week, like, <laughs> I'm not drinking this week, and it's hard. I had to literally go buy a kombucha in the shape of a red stripe, and, and kombucha has alcohol in it. Yeah, but, totally. And but it was like, yes, you know, natural, um, natural occurring alcohol, <laughs> exactly. Cage free <laughs> booze. Venice is the kind you've of told me. I live exactly. in Venice. I had to buy kombucha. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I think, um, you know, I tell them stuff like, you know, I'm like, I lo- thank you for being so nice to me because I always am just grateful because you know we're comics. I'm in my 30s. I haven't always dated people who are very nice to me. Sure. And so I like to show gratitude and be like, thanks for being sweet. And he'll get mad. He's like, don't say that. Of course I'm going to be. So we got in like a, a small altercation because he, because I show gratitude for how much he loves me. And I was like, this is the funniest thing it to fight about. Like you guys just are on the same page. <laughs> I mean, this, yeah. I'm doing this thing now. I just started reading Five Love Languages. Mm. I've had everyone and their mother so recommended. Okay, yeah. you've read it. So I've, read it. I've only gotten. Mm. Through the first love language, which okay. is affirmations, totally. And I don't know. I'm assuming you can relate to more than one, mm-hmm. but my love well. Now that's what, okay. So mm. it's super like lame, but like basically, like we all have love wells, and it has mm-hmm. to be full. And I've I've used this analogy, not even knowing that that was like their terminology. Yeah. But like mine, I need affirmations. Yeah. I need to know my girl fucking loves me. Mm-hmm. And with Tasha, I don't get. You know, she, you know, she, she models for like a living. That's what mm-hmm. she does. And she's like developing her Instagram and all these things. Awesome. And she's afraid to post about me mm. because like, that's not her brand. And mm-hmm. like, I'm the opposite. I'll post eight photos in a row with us. Yeah. Not like a, like, you know, she's not my profile photo. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, if we're hiking, like whatever, like, and but she has life. posted about me, but like, God, I had to like fucking start a GoFundMe account to get her to make me her Man Crush Monday. Yes. So I'm coming off <laughs> super, super, super needy. Yeah. But I'm like, but in, I'm not saying that it's not my fault, but at the same time, why am I coming off needy? Am I not getting what I need? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if you're coming off needy, chances are you're not getting what you need. The and I found out it's okay to, it's like, it's okay to be a level of codependent. It's okay to yeah. put your love into someone else and expect it in return. Yeah. I don't know what her love language is right now. And it's our biggest hangup. Mm-hmm. I, I got, I'm literally got to get into the book mm-hmm. and she, and in the end of the day, I think we both had that initial spark that's yeah. really strong. We had like a soul connection, really Definitely. good friends, and we've yeah. had a really good love, and it's been two years. Yeah. But we're at the place now where it's like, I need to know the best way to make you know I love you. Yes. 
Yes. I, and if Which that is a means beautiful getting thing to her ask. like a burrito on my way home last night mm-hmm. from Taco Bell, she loves Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Good. Simple, you know, sin. It was a small burrito. I got the triple spicy crunch wrap. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I try not to eat that shit too often. But I was like, I can get her flowers or get her burrito. I think they both sent the same message at that time, which was like, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if if that, well, I don't know how that applies to her love language. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have, do but you know right. what like your love language is? I think mine is also um, affirmations for it sure. It makes sense for a comic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry like, that she you grew up getting all the love and everything she got but i grew up like you know in a family where i had to fight for like recognition yeah. for anything yeah oh totally and i i grew up never hearing anything like never hearing that i was pretty never hearing anything like that absolutely. and so of course for a girl that has its own set of issues absolutely um and i think also um i feel like quality time is a big one too you know QT. which that'll probably be i don't know what chapter that is in qt the book. is a, is a love QT. language yeah there's okay. like um uh, acts oh, of service, quality time. I think physical touch, and I forget what the last one is. I'm gonna get it right but now. I think, yeah, grab Let's it. Let's right here. Just keep um, talking. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, but I think I, when I read the book, I realized like with the affirmations, that's also where um. Oh, thank God, this is here. Oh, this is amazing. Um, we'll thank you, fo- Gary we'll to, Chapman. We'll to take the photo with yes, the book. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sorry, but we're we are at an hour, oh, so yes. I'll start wrapping it up. This is totally my cool. fault. I'm no the 53rd worries. Minute. Not I'm a like, fault. This is so fun. This is so fun. But Next time I come back, we'll dive straight yeah, into love. You, like yeah, this. we're <laughs> gonna need you. You just wear a ref outfit and a whistle, and yes. you'll be the coach. <laughs> but uh, it's I important for me to talk to people that I don't know too well who don't have a bias. You know what I mean? Yeah, and obviously. Like I'm, I'm coming at this with like I, I cannot tell you how much love and appreciation I have for my girlfriend. Yes, and it is, well, and, I, it, and it's, and that. it's horrible that I put this on iTunes. Please rate, review, subscribe. Yes, but like she gets it that this is my bag. And yeah, I'd rather and do she this. loves you for it. Yeah, I just don't know what to fill how to fill up but if it quality mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. it'd be like look we just spent six days in victoria columbia but my whole my whole thing with her is like i i, I was telling this to someone else it's like an old video game where like you can play like the old school video games didn't have the memory cards mm-hmm. so think if i won the video game today tomorrow i'm still back at the first level once mm-hmm. you unplug it you're back yep. and that's how i feel like it is in this relationship it's like no no we just spent a week together i got five shows this weekend i got mm-hmm. a podcast i have to do i got to do my man on the street interviews and like all this i got to go to the gym yep I, you know, like mm-hmm. just that's from me that's from my own head mm-hmm. and she's like well you don't find you know i'm just you know you're pulling me around to your things and i'm like so did she not get the quality time she needed i don't know mm-hmm. totally but, but for me it's like yeah but we just did a week yeah. So for me, that's rollover minutes. The well is full. The time well is full. For me. Yeah. But for her, I guess it maybe her reserves are that. Deep. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And that's what feelings chat and just like open. I'm going to name know. this episode feelings chat. Feelings chat. I think totally. That should be the name of your podcast. I, that should probably I'll be. Help you get I started. love feelings because I think it's fascinating. That's why this kind of stuff, um, once we know how we receive and give love, I feel like it opens up the communication. Absolutely. You know, because everyone's, that's what blows my mind, everyone's different. I didn't realize that for many years. I was like, oh wait, you don't also need all this, you know? And it's so easy to quit on somebody, but it's like, let's be honest, there are days, you know, when I get her and there are Mm -hmm. days when I don't and it doesn't mean that I don't love her unconditionally and that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, like I've had people, you know, comment on my my page and be like, dude, I listen to your podcast. You just fucking quit on it. Like if you're going to bitch about it, it's like, no, no, I bitch about it because 
I bitch about things when they're not running smoothly. Yeah. When the engine light's not on, the car, I love my car. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Like when the engine light's not on, oh, fucking transmission, this shit. Yeah. You know, so it's like this podcast <laughs> is about sex and relationships and dating and all that. So yeah. I put my, my abuse out there, like my personal laundry out there. And that's what's nice because, I mean, a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but I think they it's don't. more real than anything. I've, you I, know? I've had more people message me that have been guests on this to ask me to take down things. Really? Yeah. And, oh. and um, not usually it's not a stand-up comedian. Usually it's another type of guest I have, and we have a real open chat. And civilians. then I realize, yeah, civilians. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh shit, I don't. Or I, or a million times, what happens is I, I guest I have a guest on. They're like, look, I just can't promote this. Like my girlfriend's gonna listen or whatever. Oh. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. Like you know, no, pre- it doesn't really make a difference with the you know the people who listen or the people who listen. But it's like that means we're on to something. Yeah. That means it's worth listening to. You're not being transparent if, in your own life. If you can't even share this with your own, it's like, okay, this is confession. This is yeah. Like, so so you so you think your love language is affirmations? Yeah. And what about your boyfriend? Definitely. Oh, I think his is probably um, oh, either the same or his might even be quality time. He's really good about that. About like mi- about giving time, like spending time together. You know, I think he's very aware of it. You know, even today, right before I came here, he was like going to go for a run and. I wasn't going to see him for most of the day. So he's like, I'll run to your house. So we hung out for half hour. <laughs> and so we like ran down and then we hung out for oh, half hour great. and talked. And then he walked me to my car and ran home. I and I was like, how that's so nice. Healthy. This relationship. Yeah, no, it's, so, it's such a trip. I'm like, tell me you love him. He's great. He's great. <laughs> I'd love to meet him. Yeah. He's um, awesome. <laughs> we'll go run together. Uh, so I, um, okay. So is it easier? Do you think to give someone, uh, what your own love language is like for me, like mm. I can give Tasha affirmations. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I can tell her how proud I am and all these, but if that's not what she needs mm-hmm. and it's not, and it's also like, let's be honest. It's not a ton of affirmations. What it takes to fill up my love. Well, it's as, it's as easy as what it takes to make me happy with this podcast. Yeah. One person last week wrote in and left me a nice email being like, that really touched me, blah, blah, blah. And she's listening. Uh, Yay. Thank you. It that's that filled up my podcast well. Yeah, yeah. And, and with my relationship, one nicely placed compliment that's not contrived, that's mm-hmm. genuine. That that fills me up yeah. absolutely. Original I, it's compliments. Like, it's like yeah, like look, <laughs> trust me. Mm-hmm. I don't require much, but when it's not there, it's definitely not there. Yeah, and that that's it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do I tell her like, Hey babe, read chapter one. (laughs) This is what I need. Just let make me believe it that you respect me and think I'm working hard. And and it it happens Mm -hmm. here and there, but it's, if that's not what she needs, maybe she doesn't know how to give it. And I, I got to go through quality time. The quality time is a tough one because I pack the shit out of my schedule Totally, and I don't want to have my relationship feel like it's back burner mm-hmm. oh absolutely you know, while still feeling like you're doing what you need to do to be yourself and yeah. accomplish all the things you want to do and that know? could be on me maybe can i jump right to that chapter oh totally yeah okay. you can skip around what i can't tell her club. i can't be like jenna told me yeah. that uh <laughs> she's like who the fuck is jenna yeah, right. <laughs> Jax, and i know she'll love it? you and oh, she's totally. a, well, she really her. is she a great rad. person so i love yeah. having her on the show because i hate the episodes where like i just talk shit and then people are like dude your girlfriend sounds like an asshole it's like oh yeah because i decided to date an asshole for two years yeah but in the end it's like no, but we, I'll, I'll, I'll read every page back in front of every book. Mm-hmm. I got all of them before yeah. I, before I quit on something that I do believe in. Totally. And, and, and it's like, I would like to, you know, ha, you know, live in the countryside with 17 basset hounds yes. and fucking whatever in kids and a giant, I want a 60 inch TV in my bedroom with ESPN on in the morning so mm-hmm. I can watch that. You know, I I want these like 
that's what I, I want her to be that. Yeah. And we're just still not speaking the same language, but it doesn't mean we are in disagreement yeah. with each other. Totally. I don't know. Yeah. Like in love, actually <laughs> the storyline, the Colin Firth storyline. Right? I love it. Love it. Right? Yeah. What with this, with the Italian, with the, what's she French the, or Italian? What like, is she? Oh gosh. I love it. Bolivia I, or something like that? I love like that, that you're yeah. related because my podcast is sex, actually, yeah. <laughs> if, if we didn't make that comparison, people. So I appreciate like the love, line. actually, yeah. storyline. The spark's there. And that um, I think what's most admirable is like giving enough of a fuck to figure it out. That's what people don't do anymore, you know? Yeah. So that's a good thing. And she know? can't sort of study the way I do because I'm sort of compulsive and she's a little more counterdependent. So like mm-hmm. she might she's got to figure it out on her own. Yeah. But I, we, we, we have got these books. Like I, I think I bought it, but I think, yeah. I think it was in her purse for a while. So maybe she, you know, like it's funny we're sharing a book because I can see like her bookmark. Yes. Which, and I'm like, Oh Jesus, <laughs> should I start highlighting the things I think I want her to learn? <laughs> yes. We, I'll just, I'll just end on this cause we got to go. Yes. But wait, I had a guest on, um, a couple years ago and she wrote a book called, um, Oh, what the fuck's it called? She wrote a book called Spelling It Out for Your Man. Mm. And and it was cool. And it was like, you think he understands, he doesn't. Yeah. So I'm reading the book being kind of playful. and Because the, the lady, the guest gave me the book. And my girlfriend's kind of skeptical. Like some other woman wrote a book and you're on the podcast. So the woman's happily married or whatever. Yeah. So I'm reading it. And I'm like, oh, babe, you would be good at this. You would, this would help you out. Yes. <laughs> and she was like, oh, right, give me that. She takes and just hits me with it. And I was like, okay, good. Glad it's not a hardcover. That's nice. Yeah. That's I read that. Who's it by? Um, I, uh, geez, fucking yeah, on the spot. I, I could probably look it up. She, I'll look yeah, it up. I'll, I'll tell cool. you afterwards. She wrote. It, she she was a guest. So yeah, for those listening, go back a couple yeah. of years on the old podcast. Well, but um, thank you for having me. Yeah, this well, is look, so fun. This was the quickest seventy minutes I've ever talked yeah, to somebody. It was so um, fun. Come back on the podcast. I guess it'll be after your big shoot in yes. Virginia. Yeah, I'm um, so excited for that. Flick off my ex when you get into the airport. No, yes, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Suck it. You Cracker Barrel bitch. Um. And good luck with and everything. Keep reading this, and we'll talk about the love languages All next right, time I'm we'll, here. Let's do a selfie with the love languages, yes. and we'll we'll blast that out when this comes out, which is Monday, August fifteenth. Fantastic. Um, for oh, those, that's, what, that's great. Is that it? That's what, soon. What, that's the day I shoot. Oh, so that's, that's the day you start shooting. Yeah, All right. So yeah. everyone who's listening, wish Jenna good luck. Thank that's a great you. open. I usually don't shoot these so far in advance, but I'm finally trying to like get organized in life and not just like love bang it. them out. Yeah. Um, for those listening, it is so important to the algorithm of this show that you rate and review this yes. podcast. Go to your podcast app. Um, search. You have to search for sex, actually. Even if you already subscribed, you got to search for it. Then hit the icon. Then click review. Then click write a review. Um, I don't care what you say, but if you give me less than a five-star review, I am going to call you out. Because, like, come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I asked a friend, Stephanie, to write me a review, and she wrote me a four-star review. And I was like, I have 94 reviews. Stephanie. 91 of them are five-star. <laughs> Some dude left me a two-star. I don't know who he was. Left me a two-star. He didn't like me. Whatever. But I was he like, your four-star brings my rating down. It yeah. defeats the purpose. So for all you listening, get back at Stephanie, write me a five star review. It helps promote the show to new listeners. I know a lot of you are new cause our like audience has just doubled. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much in advance for doing that. And thank you for being on the yes. show. Um, what can we promote as far as your social media goes? So people know how to find you. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm on Twitter, just Jenna Brister and not B-R-I-S-T-E-R. Just Jenna. Yeah. B-R-I-S-T-E-R. Jenna with and a J. Then, mm-hmm, perfect. And uh, I guess just on there, I always post about shows and everything. And if you're in L.A. or New York also, I do a lot of shows there. All right. There. So L.A., Coming New Yorkers, out. anyone else, follow her. Yeah. Stay in touch. Super talented. I'm so Thank glad you. we were able to meet so under the circumstance of Bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> and um, come back when you're back in town and we'll yes. hear all about it. So thanks again for being on the show. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. 